expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. It's September, it's fashion month, and I'm excited, so get excited. <laughs> All right, last week I talked, I'm diving right in. Last week I talked about New York Fashion Week. This week I'm talking about London Fashion Week because it has taken place, it was, I believe it was uh, this sometime this week, it's usually like four or five days, a little shorter than New York. Um, and then, so as we speak, I believe... The fashion train, as I like to call it, is in Milan. Yes, Milan is currently happening, and then it wraps up with Paris Fashion Week, which is my favorite. Um, someday I will go. Someday. It's one of those things. Someday. Um, although my, one of my girlfriends is really trying to convince me to go to Berlin Fashion Week, which could be interesting. I think Germany is, is really becoming interesting. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. agree. And just even in previous years, I mean, not this isn't even this year. I'm talking 4 or 5 years ago, I it had caught my eye, Berlin, specifically Berlin Fashion Week caught my eye because I thought that the fashion, the street style was so different. And I thought, "Oh, it was really interesting. It was more artful." I wonder if I had to describe it, I guess it would be more artful. Um in my opinion, you know, obviously it's subjective, but um and I said, I, was, I would go. I would go. The problem was, you know, it's kind of like uh, the timing. I believe it happens in, I think it was more in August that it happened. And I was just, my schedule wouldn't allow for it. But I said to her, maybe next year. Maybe. I don't know. It'd be fun to try. And it's not so super huge that it would be, at least I don't think it is. It doesn't seem that way. I could be wrong. But um, where you wouldn't be able to get into certain shows and, you you know, it looks like it would still be doable for someone that's in the business already. So um, anyway, London, let's talk about that. I Here was my overall takeaway because there are lots of things kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay, I've seen that, seen that. So I, I like to kind of just do an overview of, of things with um, certain highlights. My takeaway was a lot of young, talented designers are sort of pushing the limits and with they're sort of adding color, sheer fabrics. They're kind of, in my opinion, and I saw this in New York too, and it wasn't just young designers. I feel like they're giving us the green light to dress up again. I really do. I feel like, you know, we know we're, still technically in a pandemic. We know we're hopefully coming around the bend on it, right? Let's hope. Um, but I think that considering, I also think we're kind of getting, we're, we're dealing with it better. I mean, we've learned a lot and it's become obviously part of our lives now, right? Um, masks and social distancing and all that stuff. As I think fashion is too, I think we're kind of like, well, it's okay. We're going, we're trying to get, we're getting back to work and back to school and we're getting this and that and we're changing things. Let's change our wardrobe as well. So that's the feeling I got that, that um, listen, if I was a designer, unless I always did comfort, cozy clothes, I'd be chomping at the bit as well. I'd be saying, all right, you know, I, I, if I did ball gowns or even if I just did suiting, let's say, for men and women, I would be like, okay, it's time to get dressed in a suit again. I need to sell my stuff, right? <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, I think that 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 was the overall feel. All right, so let's get into a couple highlights. Um, Oftentimes, a color becomes a trend. And I find this interesting. Why? Well, because to me, and again, I come from the land of where more is more is more. Wear color, wear color, wear color, right? And put odd colors together or unexpected colors together. So for me, when a color is a trend, I'm kind of like, well, why? They are trendless. They are timeless. I would agree that different shades of colors can become a trend. I'll give you an example. Think of this. If I said avocado green stove, what would you think of? Or refrigerator? What would you? Or appliance? What would you think of? Avocado green. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of a darker green, almost like the jacket you have. Well, what time frame? What would you think of? Oh, like, error, I see. Oh, the sixties, nineteen sixties. Right. So that's what I'm saying. My point is, sometimes a shade of a color can be significant to a decade. A ten, and that a, was, of course, an avocado that was more like the in, inside of the avocado. Yes. Color wise. Yes. All right, all right. Yes, as opposed to the outside. Yeah. 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 yeah so. <laughs> I get it when a color, a shade of a color becomes a trend. That I get. Um, you know, or, or like colors of cars. I'm sure you could think of this, right? Oh, no, yeah. What were some color, color trends of cars in whatever, 60, 70, whatever decade? Like a vintage uh, color. Well, it was interesting how in the later 50s that brown color became very popular. And it has not come back. <laughs> okay. okay, good example. Yeah. And same thing, if you think of cars today, and sometimes we see some wacky colors. I understand they're custom. But sometimes, like, um, I think Maserati has a color, a blue, that I absolutely despise. Oh, <laughs> a blue? Yeah, I think it's a blue. Almost, there's Is almost it? no blue that I wouldn't yeah, like. Yeah, there's a blue I don't like. Oh. I don't like. Of that car. Here's the other thing. For oh. me personally, it depends on the car. This like, is true. This is sometimes I'll see a car and it could be red and I'll say, I don't like it. But if it were a different color, I would like it You're, or vice I, versa. I know your car and that Maserati on a, with a lighter color is a very different looking car than with a darker color. Yes. Yes. And, I would agree. A lot of metal is visible. And yes. then, then when you darken that, it, it, then the shape becomes more yes. what you see. Yes. Yeah. Agree. Agree. So that's what I'm thinking of colors today that weren't out. Back in the day. So, for example, the blue that I'm speaking about, mm. we didn't see that color in the 60s. No. I mean, I, I, I wasn't around then, but I'm thinking, or the 70s, right? We didn't see that blue. That probably came out, I, my guess is the 80s. I don't mm. know. Maybe, maybe 90s. All right. Um, so, it's just my example of how a color, a shade of a color, can be time reflective and it can be um, a trend. So, I get that. But when we're talking this specific, I'm talking about Kelly Green. So, Kelly Green is huge on the runways. And I'm like, well, why? That's a great color. And I don't think that should be a trend. I think it should just be timeless. I think it should be a staple, let's say, if you happen to like green. I had a shirt that color that was a very s- small uh, plaid. Which was basically the well, Kelly. It was a darker green than Kelly, actually. Okay, yeah, but it's okay. Okay, I, I, I thought that was my favorite shirt. Okay, <laughs> I lo- yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just don't think it should be a trend. I think it should be timeless. See, sometimes when I participate here, I don't have much to offer. <laughs> you always have something to offer, Bob. We always like your opinions and your thoughts. Oh, <laughs> um, all right, so back to my list. The other thing was cutouts. 
So to me, cutouts of shirts and tops and cutouts, literally like someone cut a circle in the fabric. That's what it is. And to me, this is kind of a form of art. And in the beginning, it's like, okay, well, that's a specific look. And it's, you know, for those that want to be scantily clad. And however, last season, I remember I saw Prada showed sweaters with cutouts with something under them. So you weren't, you didn't see, and I thought, oh, you see, just when you think you've hit the limit, there's something else. So it literally was like a neon, like a chartreuse color sweater, I guess. It was on a video. So, and then another sweater, or not another sweater, but another piece of fabric layered over the sweater with the cutouts. So you, so it was a chartreuse color and then a dark green over top. So you saw these, it looked like chartreuse circles on a green sweater is what it looked like, but it was actually cutouts. The other way around. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a way, yeah, so that can be fun, that can be great for layering, if it's layered, and it, it becomes more whimsical. So cutouts can be done in other, the other way other than just cutting it out and it's, you know, naked skin. Mm. Big volume was another thing I saw on the runways, meaning poofy, poofy, whether it was uh, shoulder pads or it was skirts or it was just the sleeves, big, big, big poof. This is definitely something I feel is... Um, personal. I think people love it or hate it. I'm a fan of puffy sleeves. I'm a fan of a puffy dress. Um, all in sort of perspective, though, because it's got to work and it's got to be in uh, scale kind of and proportion. Um, and again, there's modified versions. There's always going to be modified versions. So there's, you know, certain designers that do a really structured, structured shoulder pad. And then you can do it where there's less of a shoulder pad or very little or just something to give it a little structure but not look like you're, you know, an NFL linebacker. So there's always a modification of what we see on the runway. And then the other thing I saw a lot of was draping. So very literally think of like curtains, you know, like draping and swooping. There was a lot of that, a lot of sheer fabric, a lot of lace fabric. Um, and to me, this is sort of an elephant, an elephant, an element of refinement yeah, for me. It could me. be an elephant, too. It could be an elephant, <laughs> refined elephant. <laughs> um, so those were the things that I noticed that stood out for me for London Fashion Week, and I loved all of it. I loved all of it. Um, lots of young talent, and um, I like to see what's what's coming up and what's the next thing. Um, yeah. So having said that, I wanted to move on and talk about colors since I mentioned it. And the official color trends and what the they're forecasting, what are the trends for right now? So this came out sometime last year. Uh, I probably, I'm sure I talked a little bit about it, but this is from Pantone, you know, I always like to talk about them and their color charts that they, they even break it down to autumn, winter, spring, summer, and then also by city. And, um, so what we see on the runway. Yeah. So basically, um, the, these are supposedly, this is from Pantone, by the way, so you can look this up. They're, they're colors that encourage personal expression, whether sensible or quirky, and colors that embrace calm and healing as well as express a rainbow of hope and joyfulness. So it's usually a reflection of what's happening so in the when, world. when they choose a color and say it's based on a city, do they look at what's happening in that city now and say, okay, now this is the color that this city seems to like? Or are they saying, eh, this city, they could go this way. I'd like to see them go this way. 
Um, I think it's probably the latter uh-huh. because I think it's more of it's a forecast. So it's based on economics, mm. politics, um, weather, um, where we are just in general, where the world is in general. So and and again, it's a forecast, and then designers then take that and sort of use that cue or not in their collection. So it's already kind of I don't want to say it's dictated it's because they get their information from it's always surprising to me like where they get their information from like i'm like okay economics really well yeah you know if the stock market is crashing or if we're you know in an economic downturn you're probably not going to want to put on a happy color because generally people are more you know for instance the economics in memphis is based on a, a, a entertainment industry Yes. And whereas uh, portions in New York City, it's all money management. Right. So you're going to definitely want to see different colors there. Right. Different, different everything. Yeah. Just by, I think just by human nature itself, you're working on Wall Street. Who's going to put on a pink suit? Probably not. No. Because, you know, you think, oh, I'm not going to be taken. attention maybe. But, uh, right. You're like, well, I'm not going to be taken seriously. People are going to. Yes. It, that's how color affects us. So yeah. um, color trends for fall new york okay and again this is according to pantone so this is right on their website you can look this up i love them i must say so mykonos blue by the way i love the names too mykonos blue is the first one love it (laughs) love it it's a brisk blue and of sort of the aegean sea it's very pretty blue i would say it's like a medium blue illuminating that was one of the colors of the year that's that bright yellow Oh. There's two colors of the year, gray and yellow. The yellow is called illuminating. I wonder if that's the yellow that the Red Sox are wearing now. Whatever happened to the Red Sox? I'm sorry to, 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 to jump away, but there's no red in their uniform anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a bright yellow with, a bl- with blue printing. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is not, not bad looking, but it doesn't seem to should be appropriate for the Red Sox they to me. They literally changed colors, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Well, this is the yellow I'm showing it to Bob right now. It's a, even a slightly brighter yellow wow. than that. Yes. So that's a big jump. Yeah. It's okay. You, you can hijack the show if you're talking about color. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, leprechaun. Green, as you would imagine. Wow. Yeah, I that's was, leprechaun. Ooh, I wow. like it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like it. I like that too. Um, fuchsia fedora, which is fuchsia. We know this. It's like a bold pink. Rose. Oh, I'm sorry. No, pale rosette. This is a soft pink, very romantic and gentle. Um, adobe. I like this color. This is like a warm, sun dried clay. This color. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's a really nice brown shade of brown. Yeah. I would call it mixed with a lot of yellow undertone to it. Um, now. I wonder if they call it Adobe because the word brown, I don't think, would sell as well. Anything uh, with the sure. word brown in it, Adobe definitely sounds more appealing. Well, yeah. And yet well, it would, could be the same color either yeah, way. Yeah, 100%. Well, mm. listen, all these names. I mean, mm. I, you know, I always joke that I say my next lifetime I'm coming back and I'm going to be the person that names nail polish or lipstick <laughs> or colors. That's going to be my job because – Someone really gets paid to do that. <laughs> and it sounds like fun. It sounds like fun. I'm yeah. just going to make up stuff, you know, like, um, I don't know, weed whacker green. I don't know. <laughs> um, Fire Whirl is another one. That's a red, as you can imagine. Wow. It's kind of a medium red. It's not bright. It's not dark. Um, and I love this one. Spring Lake. This is kind of mid-tone blue. How would you describe this blue, Bob? Wow. Like a bluish grayish? Yeah, it's yeah. a very muted blue. Muted blue, yeah. yeah. It's not a bright. It's definitely a beautiful. I like this f- because this to me is very unisex. 
I could see this like mother of the bride could wear this. Oh. And then I could see a man's uh, suit or yes. shirt or I could see a definitely. Suit made of that shirt. I mean, I could see it, it really in every everyone could wear it's this. It's almost almost like a blue jean. Blue. Yes. Yes, with but a little more muted. Muted, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, this is my favorite one. And by the way, it's a brown and you ready for the name? Root beer. <laughs> That's a great name. Yeah. And, and it's a brown. Yeah. Oh, it's got some brightness to it. Maybe. It's got some brightness to it. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely an herbal brown tone symbolic of the root bark of the sassafras tree. <laughs> so those are the colors for autumn 2021 and uh, for specifically for New York. For New York. So interesting nice, enough. Nice colors. All right. Yeah, I like them too. Um, on that note, we're going to take a really quick break and we come back. We're going to talk about the Met Gala and, more importantly, the red carpet at the Met Gala. Because I've got my favorites and I've got my not-so-favorites. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, well, first I want to talk, because we were just chatting here, Bob and I, I I need to give a bird update, bird slash garden update, okay? (laughs) Good. Um, I haven't talked about them in a while because, remember, I got rid of the bird food because my dogs got sick, and I believe that they may have eaten some wet, old bird seed, whatever, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I also heard that there was some sort of... The birds had their own pandemic, I think. I don't know. Mm. Apparently that's passed. So, and then, so the best thing to do is not to feed them. So we've moved on. I ordered a new bird, little birdhouse thingy, that suction cup, the thing that sticks to my window. That's where all the trouble was. So I went to fill it the other day, and I realized, I thought, I'm going to start feeding the birds again. There was some mold in it. Because it had been empty for a while, probably some old birds. So I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm poisoning my poor birds. So I got rid of it. I was going to clean it, and I'm like, I'm just going to get rid of it. I should think the animals deal with that kind of thing all the time. Probably, but I I couldn't consciously put bird food out there and, you know. There you go. So I got rid of it. It was getting old and, you know, it was small and it was inexpensive. You're a good good bird mom. Yes, I am. (laughs) I I like to think of myself as Snow White, you know. I like all the animals. So I bought a new one from Amazon and it's a little bit bigger and it has a hole cut out in the back. So basically, and it suctions to the window. When the birds jump up and are eating, I can see them better because there's the hole and it's facing my kitchen. Yeah, so I see them better. And so, um, yeah, it's a little bit wider, a little bit bigger. So literally, because before two birds could fit in there, but not if it was a big bird. You know, the, if a blue jay came, forget it. He would kick all the little little babies out of there. So now it's a little bit bigger. So 
they're back. And I think they love it. <laughs> also, my garden, I've changed it over. We've gone into uh, lots of lettuces. I have like five different lettuce. I have pumpkins growing and I have peas growing. What's the color name for a lighter color pumpkin? There's a different name for it. And oh, that like the Cinderella pumpkin you're talking about? No, just a, a name for you know albino that no. that orange, but a, a slightly lighter color. I know orange. what you mean. I don't uh, know the name of it, but I call it the Cinderella pumpkin. They keep they keep referring to that color as, as the color McLaren is using on their racing car. Oh, uh, really? And and I'm like, what? It's not because it sure looks orange to me, but it's right. a, it is a lighter orange. Interesting. And I can't think of the word. It's it, a l- fairly long name okay all right you're gonna have to report back to us then next week um all right so that's my bird update slash garden update i'm looking forward to um seeing if the same birds return if the cardinals come back i hope they do oh yes we'll see um okay met gala let's talk trendy the met gala happened last week i ran out of time to talk about it so i wanted to talk about it this week um i've got my best and worst it's a short list so here we go um, the th- let's talk about the theme. First of all, the theme, because there is a theme, was America lexicon of fashion. Okay. So some people dress to the theme and some people don't. And this is, remember, this is all people in the entertainment business. This is models and celebrities and in uh, music industry, actors, actresses. It's, it's not just the fashion world. It's, but it is the Super Bowl of fashion of the world. So... The who's who comes. It's not cheap. Tickets are about $30,000 a piece. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. Um, And uh, Anna Wintour is, of course, the head of this all. She's the host. She often names some uh, co-chairs. And there's entertainment there. And basically, it happens at the Met in the city. And um, they go. They have dinner. They have entertainment. They're raising money for the Met and to continue kind of keeping it what it is. Afterwards, um, it usually closes for just a couple days. I guess they have to kind of clean up and and reorganize. Um, You can then go see the exhibit. So I haven't gone yet. I'm going next week. So I'll I'll have notes on it next Friday. Um, But let's talk about the red carpet because that's always the scene. And it was quite a scene. And I have to tell you, my phone went off. I got text messages from maybe three or four different girlfriends and all in the fashion industry saying, what do, you, what do you think? Oh, my gosh. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> and we all collectively agreed we disliked it. <laughs> Overall disappointed. I don't know what people were thinking. There was a lot of, like, sheer see-through, looked like people were wearing just, like, a fishnet. And as my one girlfriend said, there's lots of butt cracks we're seeing. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. Um, there was a lot of that. So I'm not really sure how – I said, is that part of the theme? I don't think it is. So best, I'll give that to you first because it's a shorter list. Kendall Jenner. Actually, my list is the almost all kids. I call them kids because it's like the younger generation. Mm-hmm. They got it right. Wow. They got it really right. So Kendall Jenner, absolute favorite. She wore custom Givenchy. And if you Google the image, if you look up Kendall Jenner Met Gala, she looked exactly like, and it was intentional, uh, it was a nod to Audrey Hepburn in the movie My Fair Lady. Absolutely oh. stunning. Stunning, stunning, stunning. And, of course, she's a runway model, so she's got the body, and it was gorgeous. Uh, my next favorite was 
Gigi, her counterpart, or I should say her friend or uh, peer, Gigi Hadid looked amazing. She also was, she had Prada on, and it was like this nod to old Hollywood. I thought, these girls got it. So she had red hair. I don't know if it's her hair or if it was a wig, but it looked like her hair. Uh, very 60s style hairdo, very glamorous. Uh, did she have opera length gloves on? She might have had opera length gloves on. And it was just beautiful. She looked like an old Hollywood movie star. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaya Gerber. So this is Cindy Crawford's daughter, Kaya Gerber. Okay. Also, who's also very young. Unbelievable. She wore Oscar de la Renta. It was a black dress, strapless, very fitted in the corset area, and then huge, big, poofy ball gown style. So simple, but so done and so uh, elegant. Um, I felt like it was just stunning. And I'm like, it was just a black ball dress, but but it wasn't just a black ball dress. You know, it was just something really, really, you could tell it was beautifully made. Her hair, the makeup, everything, again, looked like very old Hollywood. They look like, you know, modern day movie stars. Um, and then my last favorite was J-Lo. I thought Jennifer Lopez, she played into the theme, though. She wore um, custom Ralph Lauren. And it was very kind of, uh, uh, reminded me of like a glamorous rancher. <laughs> That's how I would describe it. It was a lot of brown. Um, she wore a hat, like a rancher-style hat, um, and de- definitely had like a Western vibe going to it. But, you know, of course, thigh slit up the side. I was going to say, how did she show off those legs? Yes, yeah. yeah that's uh, thigh-high slit, and I thought she looked amazing. So, mm-hmm. And she dressed to the theme. So I appreciate And it was America lexicon of fashion, so she wore an American designer, which I think is <laughs> the thing to do. Yes. If you want to go that way. So, you know, and I think it's fun, you know, to do that. They make a theme for a reason. And so, um, okay, worst dress. <laughs> By far, Rihanna. Sorry, Rihanna. I almost always love what she wears. I hated it. And she was with this, uh, I hope I'm saying this right, the rap guy, ASAP Rocky. I don't know because I, mean, I don't know who he is. I just don't know if I'm saying ASAP Rocky. So it's a rapper. They walk the carpet together. Literally looked like they were raps in duvet covers. They had big, huge, 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 puffy. Hers was black, and it looked like a big, giant comforter, and she had she was holding it closed. And his looked like a quilt that your grandma would make, and he had it wrapped around him. Then I think he eventually took it off when he got inside, but I was like, what are they wearing? They, I mean, the jokes on social media were endless. <laughs> you know, it was like, you know, what I wore when I was five to my first sleepover. You know, it was like on and on and on. Pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty Good funny. description. Yeah, so um, didn't love that. Also didn't love my, my friend Simone Biles, uh, the gymnast. Yeah, no, I didn't love it. The garment was like 88 pounds, and she couldn't walk in it. She literally was oh, trying to walk. I did notice that. Yeah. But then again, I was surprised to see her there. on the, At all? Yeah I, yeah, I hadn't before seen her, but I'd love to see her do that more often. Agree. Because she's gorgeous and, and could uh, really carry it off. Yeah, agree. I just didn't love the outfit. I yeah. need someone else to dress her. Yes. <laughs> she yes. she could she could look fabulous. Yeah. You know, she's beautiful. Um, and then last was um, Kim Kardashian. Oh, no, 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 no. It, what I think she was just void. She was just void, right? With the black and covering the face. Didn't love it. We'll love things next week for sure because we're going to talk about Milan Fashion Week. So join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The House approved a $768 billion National Defense Authorization Act for the 2022 fiscal year in a bipartisan 316-113 vote on Thursday. Now that Pentagon spending levels have been set, some of the guides in the annual law this time around would require women to register for military draft. It also gives U.S. service members a 2.7% pay raise. The bill now heads to the Senate and is expected to work out any differences with the House in the coming months. Should also be noted the House approved a $1 billion Iron Dome defense missile system for Israel. The vote in favor was 420 to 9. The FBI has issued a federal arrest warrant Thursday afternoon for Gabby Petito's boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, for his use of unauthorized devices following.